In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever heard someone say, nothing you say can change my mind? Have you heard that before? It's pretty common. Maybe you've said it yourself at times. Depending on the context, that can really feel like power. There's, that's, that's something that really we can admire. To be unwavering in your beliefs. To be clear about your perspective. To be unchanged by the influences of the world around us. To stand firm. To be consistent, reliable, decisive. Those are all things that are really valuable to us. And in fact, I think in society, we often expect people to be like that. And when someone changes their mind on something, we often criticize them for it. We might call them a hypocrite, a flip-flopper, a flake. We might say that they're fickle or unstable, weak-spined. And yet, maybe all of that isn't particularly helpful or healthy at times. Because after all, changing your mind can also be a sign of personal growth. It can be a sign of empathy, allowing yourself to see another person's perspective. It can be a sign of intellect, the collecting of new information and adjusting your perspective accordingly. It could be a sign of humility, the the ability to admit that maybe you were wrong about something. It can be a sign of courage, the stepping out of a comfort zone into something new. Changing your mind can sometimes be a really good thing. And for those reasons, changing your mind is really the challenge of Christ in our gospel reading today. We've been slowly making our way through the gospel of Matthew. And today we reach the point of the story when Jesus enters Jerusalem and finds himself challenged by the religious authorities there. In fact, all of this month, when you come to church on Sundays, the gospel you hear will take place around this tension between Jesus and the religious leaders of his day. And the reason for that tension is that Jesus just didn't fit into the religious boxes that those leaders had set up for themselves and for the Jewish community that they were leading. Jesus said and did things that challenged both their own religious beliefs, and perhaps more importantly, their own status as religious leaders. And even as they witnessed with their very own eyes the fruit of Jesus' ministry, that people were being healed, that sinners were repenting, that even Gentiles were coming to the faith, they couldn't wrap their minds around the work that God was doing in this person, in Jesus. 
And so in our gospel passage today, Jesus tells them a parable. A man had two sons that he asked to go to work in the vineyard. The first said no, but then changed his mind and went. The second son said yes, but then refused to go. So who, which son, did the will of his father? The first one, they responded. And Jesus replies to them, essentially, in the same way, it's not enough to simply say that you follow God. You have to actually do it. And you have to do it even when it requires you to change your mind. He continues, you didn't believe God sent John the Baptist. He didn't fit into your theology. And then even after seeing the good fruit of his ministry, you refused to change your mind about him. And the same thing is happening now. And because you're unable to change your mind, even when the fruit is right before you, you're missing out on the kingdom of heaven. See, the chief priests and the elders were really unwavering in their belief. They were faithful to their beliefs. They stood firm. They were dependable, decisive. But here in the presence of Jesus, God was actually asking them to let go of something. God was actually asking them to change their mind. And because they were so firm in their belief, because they were so attached to what they believed, they were unable to do it. Sometimes God asks us to stand firm in what we believe. But sometimes, sometimes God asks us to let go of something we believe. Sometimes the things that we believe are actually preventing us from seeing the fruit of God's work among us. And the question is, will we have the courage and the humility to change our minds so that we can follow Jesus into unexpected places? I'm not really talking here about having a wishy-washy faith. I'm not talking about relativism. It's important to know what you believe and to stand in your beliefs. But I am talking about having a faith that is strong enough to follow God even when God leads you outside of your own personal ideologies. I'm talking about having a faith that is strong enough to grow, to change, to draw ever closer to God as God is and not as we think God should be. So what are the things that we're holding on to that are actually preventing us from fully participating in God's kingdom? What beliefs do we have that need to be revised or updated or changed so that we can see the fruit of God among us? What beliefs do we have about ourselves, who we are and our role? What beliefs do we have about others? What beliefs do we have about the world 
or about God, God's self, that we cling to so tightly that even when Jesus asks us to let go of them or change them or adapt them, we're unable to do so. The kingdom of God is always before us. And the fruit of Christ's ministry is here. When Jesus asks us, are we able to change our minds to see it? Amen.